Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. Check out our podcast at endowed.org, and you can also find us on iTunes. We're bringing you news, information, and discussion about wildlife, boating, and outdoor recreation across Nevada. I'm your host, Edwin Lingar. And there are many ways to maximize your chance to draw one of Nevada's big game tags for elk, deer, antelope, sheep, and mountain goat. This year, Endow has been implementing some changes behind the scenes that uh, you probably want to know about. Here to talk all about the ins and outs of the application process and to offer a few tips are big game biologists Cody Schroeder and Cody McKee and Aaron Keller, outdoor educator. Gentlemen, welcome back to the show, all three of you. All right. Welcome, everybody. It's been a while. Nice to have you all back on the air again to talk about everybody's favorite topic. Uh, The very first thing is, uh, and I always like to bring this up, and I don't know who wants to tackle this, but big game tags can sometimes be tricky to get, and they're tricky to get where you want them. So there are ways that you can maximize your chances of drawing. Do you want to take that, Cody? Uh, Yeah, I can can tackle that. (laughs) So are you asking which ones are harder to get? So so first of all, we can talk about this for like – Hours and hours and hours as far as, like, getting into the details of it. Right. So, well, that's what I'm saying is that, uh, you know, a lot of people just get the book. They take a look at it. They pick a couple areas and they apply. But there there are more strategic ways to go about it. Is that fair? Yes. You you definitely want to do your homework. If I had one piece of advice, if you're trying to maximize your chances, it would be to look at some old data that we published, uh, last year's data, whatever, and, and really do your homework to try to see where you want to put your application in for this year. Right, because uh, there there's a number of people who apply every year, and then there's a number of tags. And sometimes some areas don't have as many people as tags, and, you know, there there are less, you know, you see what I'm trying to get at. Can you add anything to that? Yeah, and also you, you probably want to define uh, just – what your interests are. If you, if you really just want to go hunting for any species in particular, then there's a different strategy for that. Whereas if you really just want to hunt, say desert bighorn sheep for males in a specific area, then there's a lot of different strategies involved in those two options. Right. There, there are some tags, mountain goat comes to mind that are so rare that there's no way to strategize that. You just have to apply and hope for the best and wait. Yeah. That's true for mountain goats. There's not much strategy. Just put everything that's available on there on your application. Right. Yeah, Where, think, whereas if you want to just hunt deer and you just want the chance to get out with your family, there are places that have you know maybe less deer or less success. Is that fair, Cody? You want to jump in? Yeah. I mean, I, I think there's a definitely an element of luck involved in the Nevada draw process. I mean, some of us have a little bit more of it than others, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, good. So I don't know if I actually answered your question, Ed. You know what? We're getting to it. We're chewing well, around it. We're going to okay. tackle it head on. Well, Go I ahead, mean, Aaron. as far as strategies, I think people, like Cody said, um, you kind of have to have a goal. Like for a while in college, my goal was just to hunt as many of the Nevada wilderness areas as I could. So I would just apply for units that had a wilderness area in them for deer. And so that was just because I wanted to backpack around the state, learn different you know, areas. So my fifth choice was always kind of like a one-to-one draw odds somewhere I could just go on an adventure in Nevada. So a different goal is like opposed to like a trophy animal unit. Mine was like 
trophy country, right? So I wanted big country, big adventure type stuff. This this is really great. This is exactly what I want to talk about because of people's goals when they hunt very wildly. So some people want that amazing trophy deer or elk, and some people just want the chance to go camping with an excuse. That's me. I mean, uh, if I want to go hunting, I would rather not shoot something. So if I just have a tag, I have an excuse to go camping, right? And that's right, fair. Right. So, uh, you know, it's maximizing opportunity versus trophy. And how can people learn about these different areas? I, we have some classes, don't we? Let's talk about that first. You have the Tag Application Seminar. Cody, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, we uh, the department offers a seminar every year. Uh, I believe this year we have a, have a seminar in Reno, Las Vegas, and Elko, and all of those classes are happening on or around March 28th. Uh, the class is an opportunity for the public to, to come into the – to our offices and learn a little bit about the way that the application process works, how our draw works, how to look at, at some of our data that we publish in a little bit more detail. We try to give them some hints maybe that might help increase their chances of getting a draw. But again, it, like I said, it, it does come down. There's an element of luck involved in our tag draw. Right. Well, you know, this, this idea that we started off with that I really like is maybe the very first thing a hunter should do is examine his or her uh, goals. What What Absolutely. is your goal? If you just want to get out, that's one kind of application. But if you really want that big trophy, then that's a totally different kind of application. Yeah. And I think you can really bend people into three different categories. You have the people like Aaron that they're looking for the opportunity to see new parts of the state. You have the, uh, the diehard alternative hunters that are looking for an opportunity to harvest an animal that's going to score well. Uh, and then you also have people that just want to put put meat in the freezer um and and it really depends on where you fall within those categories on how you would approach the application right and there are there are other options people have too i know a lot of rifle hunters don't necessarily think about uh you know black powder or you know or think about archery but those are other options that are available right yeah so your draws go up considerably like once you start going to like primitive weapons from the big bucket of people are usually the any legal weapon or the rifle hunters and then you start to go down as you go muzzleloader, and then even more into archery. So, I uh, and and p- arch people can do archery. I myself would probably have a better chance of uh, killing a deer in a blind alley, you know, like <laughs> fighting over something. I'm never going to use a bow to kill an animal. But some, but even if you're new to it, some people have really good success with that. Some people do. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, that not you, we, Cody? <laughs> well, we we offer and Nevada Department of Wildlife offers classes on on bow hunting, the use of uh, bows and things like that, and and hunting in particular. So if you're not educated, you can't educate yourself. I would like to add one thing though. Please we, do. We've danced around this whole, um, you know, are you out there for um, opportunity to put meat on the table or you know maximize your trophy? So there are strategies within a species where you can try to do both. You can accomplish both on one application. So an idea of that is you have five choices for your application. Uh, let's just take mule deer, for example. So if Good. you you can try to maximize your chance to get a coveted tag in maybe an area that has more trophy potential. But also, if you really just want to go hunting in the end, you can put an easier to get um, hunt unit or weapon class on there is your last choice and, and maximize your chance to try to go hunting that year. So you don't have to necessarily right. put yourself in a box. You can put yourself in a box, but you can also try to do a mixed strategy. And and not only that, but you recommend, I think you told me last year that you should always fill out all five choices. 
if you're yes if you're tr- trying to maximize you know your your opportunity but the draw the order of your choices has a lot to do with that strategy right so and we can uh, talk about that a little bit more yeah. but yeah we, and that's probably the most important part is actually ordering your choices based on how hard they are to get exactly right. demand yeah. yeah the demand for that tag and and it's hard because a lot of our data that we show or that's public available to the public is is last year's demand right so you yeah, kind of always between, work, work you a kinda, year off. Yeah, yeah. you're kind of reading between the lines a little bit, and you're you're kind of assuming a few things as far as like that's going to stay consistent year to year. Um, but if you do your homework and you go back a couple of years, you can you can kind of define that for yourself. How you know? I want to back this up a minute because uh, we said you know some hunts are better than others, but Nevada's hunts by and large are really quality hunts. If you get a tag, just about anywhere is that fair? Yeah, we have one to one draws that are over the top trophy units um for certain weapon choices right um they might be hard they might be you might have to get into the backcountry, but there's gonna be some giant animals back there and, and you might have to get off your quad do you want to talk about that some of you talked about the wilderness area so we hit on this once where uh, some of the wilderness where there's more walking there's sometimes less demand for the tags you like to like make me like throw me out there like I walk yeah. on water sometimes. Like, no, no, I don't get out there. You, you're not going to harvest anything, but you're a mountain man. The law is after you. You got to go in the woods, <laughs> right? I mean, we always recommend to people to get out and get far. The farther you get off the roads, the more animals you're going to see. That's that's good. right. So that's again quality hunting is it's about what you put into it. But I will add, for some people, access is an issue. They might not have the physical ability to get in some of those remote places. So that should be What are you trying to say about me, Cody? I don't I appreciate gonna, that I wasn't implication. Gonna name names, but, I'll walk uh, all day long, baby. <laughs> that probably should be part of your application strategy is, you know, areas that you can access if, if you aren't able to walk That is everywhere. true, yeah. I mean, you can pick based – you can strategize – for units that have more access to. Uh, you know, and I, I want to talk about this maximizing your draw. So the seminars are huge, and uh, we talked about them at the very top of the hour. We have these uh, tag draw seminars. How do they help you maximize your odds? Anyone want to give a quick overview of these seminars? Not it. <laughs> <laughs> so we just Go start, ahead, Aaron. We, yeah, we just start at the beginning. So logging in, creating your account, we're, we're going to go through from start to finish on how to – apply for a big game application, right? So right. that's and we'll just give examples of units as we go through the process. Now, I think one of the biggest um cool factors be, is being able to talk to guys that have all the knowledge, right? So So we do have biologists. That's biologists, yes. that's other hunters in the room. Um and I was going to kind of step back with um, when you start filling out and doing your homework and kind of picking your choices, the best thing to do is talk to other people that hunt mm-hmm. or other people that have the same goals as you, whether that's desert bighorn sheep. If you start talking to people that hunt bighorn sheep, they're going to give you some insight into kind of ordering your choices. Or if you go to any archery shop, they'll give you their opinion on the best archery units in the state for deer or, you know, so kind of doing your homework with other hunters or kind of other groups of hunters, forums. You can get online, do some kind of online scouting, um, some research. So, so, so there are ways to maximize and understand the draw. In, right. in, in the next segment, we're going to talk about how the draw is changing this year. But before we move off of that, I want to hit on a couple other things that people don't think about. And I hear you mention this a lot, Aaron, is things like uh, 
youth tags and how youth tags are a big opportunity for some families to get out hunting. Yeah, the youth tags have been one of the biggest successful programs for Department of Wildlife in recruiting hunters into um, into our ranks. Um, and they give a great opportunity for, for a youth to, to get out and experience big game hunting. Um, and those tags are very, sometimes very coveted um, tags, but those are given to the youth. Um, and, and those are deer tags. To, right, yeah. Go good, yeah. please. Yeah. yeah, deer tags. We offer the youth the opportunity to hunt in the archery, muzzleloader, or any legal weapon seasons that are open. And, and they uh, can use any weapon during that time. Yeah. Well, they have to use the appropriate weapon for the open season. Oh, for the open season. Okay, right. that's and it. Then, but uh, they, get, they get more shots at it than, yep. pardon the pun, right? They can <laughs> yeah. use a bow. If they're not successful, <laughs> right. later on they can then pick up a rifle. Right. And then, and then something we added last year, which uh, seemed to get a lot of excitement, especially in Elko County where we have elk herds, is an option for our youth, youth hunters to pursue cow elk when they successfully draw one of the deer tags for that area. And so now they have, they have both a deer and an elk tag in their back pocket when they're on the hunt. And that elk tag, the cow elk meat, is a very sought after. People who like to eat wild game, and I've had plenty of it that you gentlemen have brought in and cooked, and uh, it's really amazing stuff. So, oh, yeah, absolutely. Better great than way beef. To, great way to fill your freezer. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we're, well, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to pin you guys down on some of the changes coming up that people can expect this year in the tag game. More. If you enjoy Nevada Wild, feel free to leave us a positive review at iTunes. If you don't enjoy the show, we'd prefer you kept that to yourself. To learn more about hunting, angling, boating safety, and the great outdoors, check us out at ndow.org. And now, back to the show. We're back with Cody, Cody, and Aaron uh, on our great show today, which also sounds like a really bad sitcom. And uh, Cody, we're going to start with you because... uh, we talked before the break about changes, and there are some season changes that are exciting. You want to give us a preview? Uh, you know, we're kind of nerds, so we can get excited about some of these things. I think our uh, sportsmen that are interested in hunting seasons can be excited as well. Uh, on Saturday, the, the Board of Wildlife Commissioners approved our, our proposal or our amendments to last to the upcoming big game seasons. And uh, some things that I think sportsmen would be interested in knowing is one that shooting hours have now been extended to one half hour after sunset. So, wow, that's huge! One hour after no, sunset, one, one half, half hour. hour, one half hour, one half hour. Oh my god, let me see. one so half 30, hour. 30 minutes. Minutes. That's Which exciting because people watch those tables when the sun goes down, and you don't want to get in trouble. Absolutely, that's, and, so that's and a little more lenient. Some of the feedback that we've gotten is sunset the the legal sunset that we have in our tables. It's typically pretty bright outside still. So we're trying to provide hunters with a little bit more opportunity to pursue game that may not be coming out until a little bit later, uh, later past sunset. Uh, another exciting change this year is the extension of some of our desert bighorn sheep seasons. Uh, all of the desert seasons that ended on December the 20th have now been extended to January 1st. And so, wow. yeah, that's also big news. Desert hunters are getting uh, getting about eleven extra days this year, and it's going to incorporate two holidays. So, if your kids happen to draw a desert tag this year, um, it'll be a great time to get out there, and, and maybe you won't have to take as much time off of work. 
Uh, and then one of the other things is last year, uh, following our seasons, we had some issues with overlapping elk hunts, especially in Elko County. And I'm happy to say that those overlaps have been eliminated and um, we'll hopefully be providing a, a, a more enjoyable hunt experience for our elk hunters in that area. That, uh, that those are all some really, uh, really good changes. It sounds good like stuff, to me. Right? Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. that's exciting. And I applied last year for cow elk and I didn't draw and I'm going to apply again this year. So, uh, I'm very hopeful. And I think some of those areas where I wanted to go were sort of elko and there was overlap. So right. that'll and, be different and, this year. And those things that Cody brought up and the, the changes that were made were all, you know, they all came from public input from hunters that have expressed, you know, their opinion on why we're doing things that we're doing. And, and so those are great. Yeah, so that's a, you know, this is a, a moment to stop. Let's stop and restate that, that uh, if you're a hunter and you're listening to the show and you have an idea of a concern, you can contact the Department of Wildlife and right. we'll take it seriously. Yeah, you can go to, to, you can contact us. You can go to your local uh, county advisory board, voice your opinion. You can come to the commission meetings, uh, voice your opinion at the public comment period. So lots of chances for people to get involved and, and step up and kind of all right well know. so so those are all good changes but we have some more changes and i don't want to get into too much detail on this um but aaron your total the tag draw system itself is being fundamentally transformed yeah yeah we're we're knee deep in uh all the details of of the tag application process um this year we have signed on with a new vendor to administer our our big game draw. Well, all of our draws really, and that's a, and that's a new vendor after having the same vendor for twenty years, right? Or, or better, yep. yeah, yep. And so it's a new process, and and we think it's really cool. It's it's modern. We're using interactive maps where you you're able to submit your application choices and then go back and and edit your choices as you go. Oh, really? Um, after the fact? Really? After the fact, wow. all the way up until the draw is run. God, that is huge. The, so, that's a huge change. How do you guys feel about it? You're a hunter, Cody. What do you think? Yeah, I'm excited about that. It'll be interesting to see what people actually do if, they, if they're if they at the last you know 11th hour changing their uh, their order or, right. you know. And one, one of the, I mean, options. one of the reasons is that, you know, somebody would submit their choice and, and then kind of do a little more homework and say, well, their friend would say, well, why'd you apply for that unit? Well, they can go back in and change it all the way up until the end. That that always happens. Or your friend like uh, Bill's, hey, you didn't apply. I applied here. We didn't, you know, so. Right. Another another cool feature is, uh, is that we're now going to have, um, for group hunts, you can actually invite your friends into your group, um, which is pretty cool. So I can be the, the group leader. I can pick our choices. And then I can just send you a, a code, basically, then you can plug in and join and join the group. So making that uh, those building your parties, if you want. Yeah. To so hunting. recruiting friends into hunting, you can just invite them into your group, and then once you hit, you know, however many people you want signed up, you can turn it off. And the nice thing is, is you no longer have to pay for everybody's tag <laughs> and application fees. That was my next. And anybody yeah. here that's been in a in a group hunt for antlerless elk would know how much fun it is trying to track down five or six buddies. Or having to pay bucks. for five I'm, or six uh, I'm exactly. never giving you any of that money back. Right. <laughs> right. also, so, so each customer has to pay for their own application. So it's what, really What's that code you want to add in? Well, there, there's a new website, too. I don't know if we should. Do you want to mention that? Yeah, it's endowlicensing.com. Right. And um, it's not a new website, but it's just it's has a new face, has a new. Right. Yeah. So people can log in, claim their accounts, pre-register their hunter education card. 
um, kind of get that ball rolling. One-stop so, shopping. So you know what this sounds like to me, and I'm, I'm going to characterize this, that you are getting with the times and making this thing way more interactive. Right. We're updating it. Um, you can go through and fill out a, an application and also register your boat in the same transaction. It's got a shopping cart feature just like Amazon um, where you can go in and out, in and out, and then pay for your shopping cart when you're ready. Right. You know, uh, I applied last year and I put all my choices and then I walked away and I futzed around. And I came back and it disappeared. Yeah, it times out. It timed out and yeah. I was very upset because I think I came to you, Cody, to ask you what I should apply for. Then I had to ask you again. So, right. Uh, I the, hope they didn't change. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a tag, so thanks for nothing last year, Cody. <laughs> right. So, uh, big changes are all technological is there anything else uh you know what about the maps that come in the book can people expect similar things yeah we're going to be updating the the big game application book and we're going to try and have it mirror we don't want to change everything <coughs> excuse me all at once so we don't want to change too much of the book but we want to change it just enough to where you know it allows people to be able to kind of get ready for the application period and but we don't want to change everything all at once to where it loses everybody. Right, right. And sense. it's it's too much change. I get yeah. that. Um, I did want to ask about bonus points because when we talk about change, people uh, start losing their mind. Some people have 20 bonus points for that uh, desert bighorn uh, hunt. And, uh, you know, that's 20 years of waiting. So people's bonus points are going to remain. Yeah, of everything, course. And everything is yeah, the same. Everything's all been transferred over to the new system. Um We've been doing um, data transfers with the old system since last year. You know, last April was, I think, one of the first copies we got. And so, but then every month we've been uploading, uploading, uploading all the way through, you know, till January 3rd. And then. So, so that's, uh, well, that's, you know, the changes sound really. There's no way that the bonus points will be messed up. Well, and uh, so we have the data. We have the That's data. That's bold. <laughs> he <laughs> that he makes bold. a bold claim, doesn't <laughs> he? Bold, I, I offer my personal guarantee as Aaron. Well, we Keller. just want to assure everybody that that we've done our homework and we've we've gone back through. It's not like we're just swapping over. Yeah, I mean, you know what I think is nice about. I have it, yeah. bonus points. I know how important they are. Right. This is what I was. <laughs> I was going to get to that. If you, I was going to say that. Right. Uh, what's nice about talking to all three of you? All three of you are. Uh, avid big game hunters you all hunt you have bonus boy well, you have bonus points cody i do you know so you have bonus points you everybody right. has bonus points nobody wants them to go away right we're totally uh, invested mm -hmm. in the system and making it work right because right. again t a lot of people are waiting 20 years you know 10 years for a really good bull elk tag you know you don't want to yeah we were just pouring over points. a little data and there was you know somebody that had 23 bonus points for uh for sheep mm -hmm. and so and those, that oh, guy's been getting, waiting a long yeah, time, right? That twenty-three <laughs> years, and then like, hey, with so, yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, this is all this is all very exciting, and it sounds like uh, the technology is going to stop being a barrier and be more helpful. Uh, I did want to ask you all three. Uh, I think we're getting close here to where uh, is there well, any tag? Go there, ahead. there is one more thing. So Go we ahead. did license simplification. We've talked about it a couple times on the podcast. Well, let's 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 you talk know, about it again. Let's just give while it everybody's kind of in the mode of, of buying a new license this year and. Um, so all of our stamps have all been rolled up under the, the one-stop purchase of buying your combo license. Um, right, so no individual stamps. It's all simplified. Right. Yeah. And uh, 
does your license last from the day you buy it now? Right. It's three hundred. It's one full calendar year, so it's basically three hundred and sixty-five days. Right. So if you buy so your combo like license today, then you have to buy it again one year from today. One year it, from it, yesterday. It no longer expires on February twenty-eighth. Correct. So so when this podcast rolls out, people will start you know going in and checking it out, and just I just wanted them to be aware that that their right. stamps are all in there. They just need to purchase a license. You buy a combo license for Nevada, you can hunt and fish. Right, and the combo license is still a great deal. I want you to talk about that for just one right. second. It's, it's an even seventy-five bucks. Um, right, and that includes, and now you don't have to buy some of those extra stamps, like Upland Game Stamp. Is that gone? Yeah, that's gone. Duck State Duck Stamp's gone. Second Rod Stamp's gone. Colorado Second, River Stamp's gone. Can, well, that's so. I mean, you these, just we're go going to do more. We're going to we got to do more shows. No trout stamp on the fish. No trout stamp. No trout stamp. Wow. So I, I it's all behind the fishing. scenes now. So as of when. As of January, January 1st. 1st, yeah. All right, so you heard it here, folks. January 1st, go out, buy your license. It's good from year to year now. Uh, the combo license is still the best deal in town. You can yeah, fish, so you can Yeah, so one hunt. other thing is that in, in other states, there's this, this rolling license where you can apply for two big game applications in one license. So in Nevada, you can't. Your license is only good for one big game application, period. So Right. So you can't buy it in the middle of the application period and apply again and apply this year and then apply at the beginning of next year that's not we've already taken that loophole out and we have a neighboring state that that you can still do that but um again and check out all of this it'll be more podcasts on the license requirements we're going to do that in the future because there's been a lot of changes and they all make it simpler and that's the key is to yeah make if it you guys simpler. let us know in the comments you know what you guys want to hear from the podcast we can we can incorporate those into the future podcast too all right, all right, Chance. That sounds great. All right, we only got a minute left, and I want to hear. So the tag application is getting ready to open. What's your top tag for the year, Cody? Uh, you know, I got a good feeling about Bighorn this year. <laughs> really? Yeah. Is that yeah, just so. a feeling? You know, I've been, I'm riding, rolling the dice. I've been riding, riding a couple good years on the, the application. I think this is my year for the, for the Bighorn. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm totally on a mountain goat tag this yeah, year. Really? Yeah. Just because I said it was impossible. Yeah, okay. For sure, and then I'm going to try and shoot it with my bow. Really? Yeah. How are you going to climb up that hill with uh -huh. a bow? Uh -huh. yeah, Above good. him. I'll be standing uh, down uh, at the bottom with an <laughs> ambulance waiting for you. All right, Cody. Uh, mule deer for me, for sure. I have uh, zero bonus points, so I'm gonna, the strategy is definitely going to be involved in my application. All in. I have one bonus point for cow elk, and I'm going to apply in the same places next year. I'm sure to get that cow elk this year. Yeah, uh, you got a good point. I got a good point. <laughs> oh, ouch. <laughs> uh, sadly, we have to end on that note. Uh, that's all the time we have for today. Check out the Nevada Department of Wildlife website at endow.org to learn all about hunting, fishing, boating, and outdoor recreation of every kind. You're listening to Nevada Wild broadcasting across the state or find us online at endow.org. Join us again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife. <laughs>